You're tuned into Creative Concept with your favorite host, Cray Thibodeau, bringing you the latest in wellness, investment, and business. Please follow and add to your playlist. Make sure you tune in every Wellness Wednesday at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. What's good, everybody? It's your girl, Cray, the visionary behind Creative Consulting, a new firm bringing business, investment, and wellness ideas to the forefront to take your thinking and mindset to new heights. Last week's double podcast ended with a mention of this week's topic, business. In the midst of the largest recorded civil rights movement in world history, I wanted to take a look on a deeper level at investment and get to the root of why marginalized communities are in need of more support and how we can all support and invest in their businesses more. Tonight, I have the pleasure of interviewing my very first guest here on Creative Concepts. When I met her, we seem to have plenty much, plenty, plenty in common. Uh, we seem to be like-minded. She supported me in my school after a long day of work. She said yes to coming to cut hair for some homeless students and was giving back to her community. So I automatically was digging Miss CC Reddick, aka Coach. CC of All Access Barbara and Beauty Lounge. Again, tonight, she said yes to shedding some light on a greater topic, and that topic is competition in business. So I'm so super blessed to have her. What's going on, sis? Hey, 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 how you doing? I'm good. Thank you so much for joining me. Now, I watch your stories all the time on Facebook, and you pretty much transform people in their seats. Um, you're a true artist, and I oh, want to tell you. yeah, I want to tell the community all about your skill. But before we dig into that, tell us a little bit more about you, like where you're from um, originally, and what got you styling in the first place. Absolutely. Well, before I introduce myself, let me first say thank you so much for having me as a guest on your podcast. Oh, it's yeah. It's my very first feature, so you guys may have to bear with me. But <laughs> <laughs> my name is Cece, like you've mentioned, and I'm originally from Chicago. So hey, I am a you. Seattle implant, so to speak. Um, <laughs> I'm a dual licensed beauty professional. I'm a fitness coach and I'm a life enthusiast. So, yeah, I'm I'm all about uplifting one another, and yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, you know, it's really funny because um, I appreciate you sharing that. You know, where you're from, I've been to Chi-Town many times. People are quite direct. Um, Absolutely. Okay, I wouldn't say they're necessarily <laughs> on the East Coast side of things where they, you know, we'll talk about your mama, but... I'm saying there are some things that are just real simple, true. They don't play any games and um, they're not here for the bullshit. They're just really like, from what I've noticed and the people that, you know, I've worked with over the years who are from the shy, they're really about when they say they're about doing something, that's it. Th their intention is clear and they're yes. not, um, there's no fluff. They're not, they're not yes. adding any the BS, right. Which is what I love. Um, so I'm glad that you, uh, had time to sit with me tonight and, uh, 
when we talked about this topic, it, it seemed like we agreed on many, many of the uh, concepts that we were covering. And yeah. there's a sense that has to be um, addressed, I think, in competition, because we're talking about the styling community, um, yes. for instance. And, you know, in styling, I think that there's something that is a gift that everyone offers. And it's funny because those gifts are so different, right? Yes. So you guys mm -hmm. have something similar that you offer, but it's all very different. So how you offer it, um, you know, your, your audience, your target audience or core audience could be different um, mm -hmm. or what you specialize in could be something that um, sets you apart from other people. So um, before we get into that, I want to tell you that you know, I've always admired your craft. I've admired styling in general, but to see what you do in the Seattle community and now knowing that you're from Chicago, it really helps me understand the things that I'm seeing when I'm watching your stories. I'm able to see you take, um, and I think I just saw this the other day, a man from you know, uh, the top of his hair standing up on end. I think you pulled it up <laughs> and it all yeah. of a sudden becoming like, this little work of art on the top of his head. It was a beautiful. And I think you did what, uh, box braids for him or what? I not did. box braids? I, well, okay. singles, singles, singles. But thank you so much. Yes, mm -hmm. these guys and, and women, everybody is so happy that we're back in the shop. Yes. <laughs> this COVID-19 hit. So it's definitely yeah. a blessing to be able to use my hands again. Oh, I love that. And, I, you know, we, we all knew Rona needed to go on and go somewhere, but we were we were waiting to see when all of things would would open up so i'm so glad that you're back in the mix of things and can you tell me or tell us tell the listeners um about the styling community after being here for a while what have you noticed in regards to competition and yes tell me what your what is your take on now i have my own interpretation but i'm not in i'm not inside this thing you know but i do know that there are a lot of um stylists here in seattle who are very highly talented but i do yes. feel like everyone that i've spoken with has the same understanding can you tell me how you feel about it and we'll see if we compare notes on that okay well Quite honestly, the competition in the Seattle area is definitely different from the Midwest. What I notice out here a lot is everyone within the shop that they work in is the competition versus looking at themselves in the mirror and making themselves better, mm. you know? So it almost becomes a sense of the lack of mentorship in this industry the lack of um, higher ranked stylists and barbers, you know, reaching down to offer, you know, their their expertise and giving their knowledge to younger people coming into the game. So I think that's the main thing I see out here. And I experienced it firsthand. Um, okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. So, so you you would say there are plenty of talented people. I mean, it sounds like there's plenty of talent out there. Oh yeah, it's a lot of not talent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just but, not everyone's working uh, collaboratively, or is it? I believe it seems like everyone's more just money motivated versus like I see a lot of 
um, stylists who no longer offer to shampoo your hair. You have to come with your hair clean. Oh. You know, just, what? just, yeah, really just changing the whole aesthetic of being a hairstylist and just ruining the whole idea of the service that we're mm-hmm. here to offer. Um, but again, that's the lack of mentorship. That's something that the OGs, for the lack of better words, in the shop should be like, no, come on, you know we shampoo everyone's hair. You know, we're not going for that. But everyone lets people just fall by the wayside, do your own thing, and hope that they don't do better than them. Mm. I see it. It's, It's very sad to see because everyone smiles in the shop and you know, it's great conversations, but behind behind closed doors in real life, they really count in your pocket, just trying to make sure you do good, but just not better than them. Ooh, that's big. That's really big. And I think that when you figure out, I mean, we all know that 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 competition exists, but you need to know who your competition is. And before you even really start working with your your demographic, you really need to know how to level up to your competition. But I never thought about, Mm -hmm. honestly, looking within the the business at the Mm -hmm. people who are supposed to be working alongside as your competition. That is a whole different perspective. Now, I'm not going to act like I'm not a part of some hair groups out of Seattle (laughs) and don't see it because I see it, honey, and I read and I'm like, oh, this is we're doing black black people okay mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. but it, it's not necessarily just the black community matter of fact when i when i brought some of the ideas of us working together collaboratively here you wanted to make sure that we talked about the fact that this isn't just an issue in the black community now i do oh, no. personally we need to do better as a black community seeing as we're three percent of the population in Washington state. So there's that, that little factoid girl small, but I do feel like there's more light to be shed on the fact that this is a competitive market wherever you go. And it doesn't matter what color you are. It doesn't, it really doesn't. I, I again have experienced it all. I worked in a corporate salon where I was the only African-American girl working, you know, everybody wanted to learn what CC was doing. Everybody wanted to come see what Coach C was doing. But when it came time for me to come look and catch how they were doing those foils and the highlights, you know, it was, oh, my client doesn't like anyone hovering over them. Oh, okay. Uh-uh. Okay. But, you know, so, yeah, the competition is real in all aspects, no matter the shade you are. Well, isn't that funny? Because here we are in a customer service-based industry in need of connection with people and engaging people. And we're, we're essentially and quintessentially being told to just keep moving. Don't, don't stop by. Don't, don't hover. Don't stay. Huh. Right, which is why it's even more hurtful when it comes from someone who looks like you. You expect it from them, you know? It's like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And there's somebody who looks like you, who you admire, it hurts. It's painful. And you know what's really sad about that is is that statement that you just made. 
we are at a time where you're like, yep, you expect it from them. <laughs> and that's mm -hmm. the truth. That is I mean, the, tr the truth. Yeah. Yes, that's the truth. That's the truth. And, and, you know, so if we're looking at other communities and we're going to pull them in as a whole, I'm so glad you're giving us all the perspective. You know, it's not just one-sided. Now, let's talk about what sets us apart, okay? In competition, mm -hmm. in business, there's got to be things that set us apart. So what I'm going to do is we're going to play a little game on the okay. podcast here. And I'm going to give you three things that are for sure things that are positive that are going to set us apart. And you can give me an idea as a stylist as to what that would mean under that category. Does that work? Okay, let's do it. Perfect. So one of the things that would set us apart as a stylist or as a business owner in any um, genre would be that competition is a motivation to specialize in something. Can you give me a positive note on what a stylist could do to specialize in something that would motivate another person in the same field looking at them going, you know what, I need to do this. Um, I, one tip I could give for that is first, you have to purge all jealousies. You have to stop looking at what other people are doing. You have to start and actually start. That's the, the second tip. You have to start and do what your heart desires. You know, you, you can use other people as, as a motivator to, you know, be like, okay, let me, let me get my business off the ground. But Sometimes you lose focus on what you're really trying to get going by looking at everything else what other people are doing. So I would say just put those blinders on and actually start. Mm, awesome. The next one, thank you for that, is incremental innovation. Launching mm. a new product, okay, um, and not reinventing the wheel. What would you say if I were to be a stylist and, and you were my competition, what would you mm -hmm. tell a new stylist who should use incremental innovation? What kind of new innovative thing could they do or offer in business? Kind of new. Well, first, with all things, I would say research. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, you know, you have to research to see what's actually out there and then figure out the problem. Always figure out the problem and then that's how you're gonna come up with something that's innovative, that's not out there. You have to always be solving a problem. Once you start creating things just for to monetize and to make money, again, you lose the whole insight of the purpose behind what you're trying to build. So I would suggest to research and that's going to get you on a, on a better path than if you didn't. <laughs> perfect. 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 Well, great. Okay. And then the last one would be learning opportunities. Um, learning opportunities are what's going to set you apart. Education. So mm -hmm. coach, can you tell me in your field, something that you've learned from your competition of what not to do. Of what not to do. Oh, I have a good one. So I took one um, um, business coaching class 
from uh, another stylist based out of Houston. And one thing that I learned from her was to end the cycle of learned helplessness. So, so, so many people get so used to, you know, crying out, oh, I can't, I don't have the resources or, you know, just always keeping themselves in bondage. So just meditating on that phrase alone was something that got me through so many darkest moments to end the cycle of learned helplessness. You have to learn that cycle. Oh, I love that. I love that so much. We know that competition shakes off complacency. If you're sitting Mm. in the same place, you are not growing and then Mm. people are surpassing you. So you better catch up with your competition. Number two, Customer service is a big thing. If you're sitting in a shop and I'm sitting in a shop and you are sitting up talking about someone in your same field and I'm learning from you Mm -hmm. that you are okay talking about people in your field, chances are I'm not going to share with you. And we all know that barber talk and and salon talk exists. Oh, it's real. Girl, yeah, that's a place where you come and you really let loose and you enjoy yourself because you have a me moment. And if mm-hmm. I can't kiki with you, if mm-hmm. I can't kiki with you, or if I'm kikiing with you and somebody says something out of pocket, yeah, pertaining to right, pertaining to somebody else that I might know, that's a problem for me. And you probably won't see me in your shop anymore because here we are all business developers and you don't know who's sitting in your seat and who they know. Absolutely. Customer service is huge. And I will tell you one thing, um, how you say it is also big. If you are girl, if you're off the hook (laughs) in your establishment and you're doing the most in your establishment and you're expecting people to feel welcomed coming in there, to sit down and and have them watch this entertainment that you're offering, that's a problem. Okay, check yourself on the customer service. I agree um, 100%. Girl, please, for <laughs> all fakes, okay? For everyone. Um, yeah. Keeping yourself educated is one of those things that um, I wrote down because it doesn't matter what field you are in, like you said in this interview, Staying educated and staying on top of the know, and maybe there's you know uh, new concepts that you mm-hmm. can learn from um, educating yourself, or maybe there's new new things that are coming to the market that we don't know about. Absolutely, and another key point to me noticing these things in Washington and the lack thereof is because Washington is actually one of the only states that don't require stylists and barbers to have to take, you know, extra hours of training per year. So that can naturally make any stylist be complacent. We're all taught the same things in school. You have to do something that's going to set you apart. Interesting. And that is, that's not something anyone would have ever said anything to us about. You know, like we, we think that everyone's on the same wavelength as far as what they know, but you have to apply yourself and continuously grow, continuously level up, continuously 
uh, push yourself, it sounds like, especially out of Seattle. Um, well, that's great. And the last piece is that competition forces you to focus on your core market. It's one yes. thing for, uh, yeah, it's, that's a thing. Uh, Coach CC, it's one thing for you to focus on, oh, I don't know, um, women and mothers from the ages of, you know, 10 mm -hmm. to 60. But it's another mm -hmm. thing for you to focus on kids and, and mothers and grandmothers to the age of 60 mm -hmm. who want cut, color, and, oh, I don't know, what, what, what type of a service would you offer a woman or a young girl all in the same, in the same genre? This is, this is us actually carving it out. Um, what would you be able to offer that age demographic? Um, most women in, in that age demographic, they, if they're not experiencing hair loss or hair thinning, then they, they opt for a relaxer. That's still that, that bunch of older oh, people. They still, okay. you know, <laughs> so they want their relaxers or their ro roller sets and, mm -hmm. uh, flat irons or silk press, wh whichever term you want to call it. Um, so those are the type of services I will offer, you know, an older demographic versus like the cornrows and protective styles that younger women typically choose to get. Oh, okay. Interesting. That's good to know. Hmm. Well, but then you have to think everyone, once you focus on your core market, everyone in that core market can benefit from that one good thing that you do or that one great thing that you offer, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, see, right. I actually, I don't know. I see, I kind of feel a little different about that. I do understand the concept of specializing and to set mm -hmm. yourself apart. While mm -hmm. most people have to do that, while mm -hmm. you have others such as myself, where mm -hmm. all my life I've been a jack of all trades. So it's kind of hard to just specialize in one thing without feeling, you know, like you're, depriving your your artistry by not doing other things that you want to do as well so mm -hmm. i have a plethora of services <laughs> you know that i offer but i've also taken classes workshops gotten certified other licenses to be able to do those things as well so it kind of goes hand in hand if you're going to do everything in an overly saturated market you have to do your job in educating yourself I love it. I love it. Perfect. That's, and that's kind of what we want to understand tonight is that there are ways to embrace competition by way of the knowledge that you actually obtain. And tonight I want to um, challenge all of you to think about if you're going to be in business, is there a company that you or a business that you are branding yourself after? Is there another company that you admire that you would see yourself uh, mirroring if you were to start a business? What product or service would you like to launch as a new business developer that you think you could potentially become the competition of, right? You could, you could potentially um, surpass that competitive company to do more and be better. And really, ultimately, what we're trying to do 
with our, our interviews and any of the com uh, conversations that we're having on the podcast is to think of new ways to do more and be better in our community. So tonight, I'm going to ask for three ways, Coach CC, that you would tell us we should push out the haterism. Okay. How Absolutely. do you, mm -hmm, how would you give us your top three methods to pushing out the haterism? My top three for pushing out the haterism one, focus on yourself and believe you are worthy of happiness. Mm. Ooh, that's, that's a big one. <laughs> My second one I would have to say is respect money. Mm. Um, yeah, I can say a lot about that. You got to respect money. Um, and then my third, let's see, let me think. I think I said this before, but I'm going to say it again. You have to get rid of jealousies. Purge all jealous thoughts and, you know, anything that you may say. You have to get rid of all of that before you can even focus on yourself. Because a jealous heart and a jealous mind is focused on something else. <laughs> we Well, haterism, okay, mm -hmm. is not even a real concept without that, what you just mentioned. So clearly, right. right, clearly it's a concept for a reason. And we can call it stereotypical, but it's truly a reality. And it doesn't necessarily matter what, field you are in. But tonight, I really wanted to take a moment and highlight the styling field in Seattle, Washington, because I have, as a consumer, felt the wrath of the competitive spirit in this particular community. And I wanted to highlight that because I met a fine young lady who has been giving her heart and soul to the craft and making sure that she brings so many other people along and she has not had time, no time or patience mm -hmm. for hating other people. Mm -hmm. She has literally evolved and continuously grown and I've watched you do it over time. And I wanna say thank you. And I want to tell you, I appreciate your honesty and you being so transparent at a time when I know these these truths can be so enlightening and it really depends on the listener. Exactly. It yeah. depends on who is really taking it in. And if your mind is shaped and channeled to the positive portions of what we can take from all of this that we're experiencing today, then you are on a better track and your trajectory is positive. So, I want to close tonight with that, but can you tell us where we can find you, Coach CC? Absolutely. The best place to find me, I'm going to just point you guys in one direction. Just head on over to my website, and that's ccreddick.com. It's www.ciecreddick.com, and you'll find everything you need to know about little old me. <laughs> not little old me okay perfect <laughs> well guys I want to leave you with one simple reminder and before we do think a little bit outside of the box when we're talking about 
uh, competition and where competition can take us. It can give you a positive connotation or it can take you into the negative room. And my plan tonight was to make sure that you can see all the silver linings in creating competition and understanding the realms of competition within your field and the field of others. It's always good to know who the direct competition is with you and how you can level up as a result of that competition. So moving forward into next week, we're going to be talking about wellness, guys. And I don't know about all of you, but I'm so happy, so, so happy that Seattle has taken on the form of understanding the meaning behind how to, um, how to, how do you say, embrace, I guess I'll just use that word again, how to embrace the CBD community, okay? I have worked with this material for quite some time, and I'm going to be pulling in a specialist who can help you understand the necessity. You're tuned into Creative Concept with your favorite host, Cray Thibodeau, bringing you the latest in wellness, investment, and business. Please follow and add to your playlist. Make sure you tune in every Wellness Wednesday at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time.